Welcome everyone to the Reignite Your Passion podcast. Here is Andrea and today our guest is Jackie Newman-Jones. Welcome Jackie. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. What about you? I'm doing good. We were just uh, talking about the time difference, right. like 10 hours. So <laughs> you are in the evening and I'm just starting my day. So <laughs> Nice. But, well, well, uh, yeah, I'm ready. No, I'm not ready to go to sleep, but, you know, a few hours more and then I, I'm, I'm there. So I, you just woke up. And uh, so I was going to ask what was the highlight of the day, but I guess just woke up. So there's no <laughs> highlight, really. <laughs> oh, maybe my puppy, my, my three month old puppy is the highlight. She, oh, she nice. wakes me up every morning wanting to play and, uh, and uh, yeah, she's pretty lively. <laughs> <laughs> what dog is it? She's a Chihuahua. Oh, um, but uh, I, a, a friend of mine's dog was pregnant, and I just loved that little dog. And I said, I I want one of the puppies. But I have a cat that's uh, about a year and a half old, and I wasn't sure how that would go. So now mm. the puppy is about half the size of the cat but they're becoming best friends and it's it's really cute it's like the cat's a big sister and she kind of watches over and, oh, nice. and uh yeah and the puppy's like a really annoying younger sibling <laughs> <laughs> and a chihuahua puppy should be really really small i mean i guess yeah right yeah right. she's she's little <laughs> yeah cool nice good good all right, so uh, I usually ask a little bit of uh, the background, background of uh, of my guests. So, would like to give us a little back, a little bit of the background of yourself, so that we have an idea about who you are. I know maybe there is a lot to say, but you mm -hmm. can choose. You can choose. Uh, you can choose whatever you you want to start with. Yeah, well, I'm an artist. I've been a lifelong artist, and I, uh, I also jump into any direction that gets into my head. And so I've done many, many things. I've been self-employed most of my life since my early twenties. Mm -hmm. um, I worked in the wine industry, and then I had a dream about t-shirts i knew that t-shirts sold really well when people went wine tasting in mm. northern california you know so i started painting t-shirts and it turned into a really nice um like five-year business hand wow. and then a lady says i love your work can do you do walls and the faux finishing was becoming very popular at that time so I bought a book and I bought some canvas and poster board and paint and I tried a few things and it turned into, I had a 30 year career doing high info finishes for restaurants and businesses. I like Venetian plasters, murals, all kinds. I mean, anything. And I loved it because people would just show me a picture and say, can you do this? And I go, yeah. Like my favorite thing is marbling. Like, I could look mm. at a piece of marble and I can create it and paint. So I've done like home theaters. One time a client brought her friend in as I was finishing some columns in a home theater. Mm. 
And uh, the client said, look what Jackie did. And the woman is, she was confused. She's trying to imagine how I carried those giant marble columns. Oh, wow. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I loved that. But then, you know, times change. Right. Uh, I'm getting older. So my family doesn't want me on scaffolding and ladders so much mm-hmm. anymore. And I, I don't really want to. So, so I'm doing my own art. And I've been teaching uh, what they call paint and sip parties, like restaurants and private homes where I come in and I teach a two hour painting okay. clock. And okay. uh, people. Like workshops. You know, yeah, like you can have their wine or whatever. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Right. And, um, but uh, because of COVID, I started doing, uh, I'm doing some online classes. And uh, that's gaining popularity. So I'm doing several of those a month. And uh, and uh, and that started with, well, and, and so the other part of my life that got me into art was um, my dad was, uh, he was very involved in community theater and he was a very good artist. And uh, I adored him and wanted to, be part of everything he was part of. And uh, when I was six years old, he was invited to be in uh, independent film. Mm-hmm. And at the time I, we were living in El Paso, Texas, which is right on the border of Mexico. I mean, literally on the border. I could, I, I, I ditched high school a couple of times and walked over the border <laughs> and spent the day in Mexico by I myself. Was in Mexico. Yeah, it was nice. stupid, but. it wasn't safe times either you know for a young girl to do something Mm -hmm. like that so but um but my dad got involved in this independent film and uh was filmed out in the desert in like less than two weeks in 1966 and um and it got finished and it was shown in the local theater one night to a big, big premiere. Mm. The guy who wrote it and directed and produced it was a salesman. And so he got the spotlights from the car dealer. You know, mm. he had a red carpet. Everybody was dressed really nicely. And uh, and then we got inside the theater and the movie started and it was really bad. <laughs> and um, what and was bad? We- the, the movie the movie, the movie itself oh okay. yeah because it happened so quick none, none of the cast or crew got to see it before the theater okay and everybody knew it wasn't going to be very good but they really had no idea <laughs> so, why why would well, what's bad about just, what was bad about it well okay so so the film showed yeah. And then it was so bad that the theater canceled the rest of the run. So it only showed for one night. And then, and the cast and crew were very happy not to talk about it. So it just really disappeared. Okay. But for me as a six-year-old child, but I was in it, my dad starred in it and our dog was in it. And my mom made the costumes and my dad's art was in it. He did all the props and the sets. So to me, it was uh, really a big deal. 
It you did, know, okay. as a child. Yes. Of course. So I looked for it. I looked for it. And then in 1993, 27 years later, my dad called me up and said, you'll never believe what I just saw on television. <laughs> so it, it showed up on TV on this program that I don't know if they have it there. It's called Mystery Science Theater no. 3000. They, it, it's very funny. It's a uh, these guys, this guy and these two robots, they make fun of bad films and they find films that are in public domain so they don't have to pay for the film. Okay. Show the film and they riff it. They make fun of it just like all of us do when we're watching movies with friends. You right. know, we tear it apart. Yes. Or, you know? And so that's what they do and that's what they did with this movie. <laughs> okay. And it um, became an instant hit. It, it is still one of their most popular episodes. Okay. It's called it's called Manos, the Hands of Fate. Mm, and, you okay. know, Manos meaning hands, so it's yeah. redundant. Hands, the hands of fate. <laughs> so, nice. Okay. So, um, but, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Uh, just, yeah. just, I was just, I'm just wondering, but why was it bad, that bad? I mean, what was bad about it? Well, um, it's, it's been taught in film school as everything not to do in filmmaking. The editing, okay. the script, the timing, the editing, the lighting. Okay, okay. I mean, it, it was filmed, uh, everybody had day jobs. It was filmed at night and sure. on a couple weekends. So there's very clear day for night scenes. It's okay. obviously day when the character says, it'll be dark soon. <laughs> <laughs> obviously not. Yes. And like the night scenes are, are, the lighting is the car headlights and flashlights, ushers flashlights from the community theater. Okay. <laughs> so, it's yes. bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. It's okay. I mean, like. <laughs> you know, flying around in the night. <laughs> But you, you said it was a big deal. What do you mean about it? Well, it just became their one of their most popular episodes, and they have um, they have what they call Turkey Day Awards for and things okay. for Thanksgiving in November. They um, they vote, and Manos the Hands of Fate has been voted the fan favorite at least three years for three mm -hmm. years, and. Um, And I get to go to fan conventions, horror nice. conventions, nice. and meet fans. And uh, there's just so many really talented projects that have been inspired by this hmm. film. And I, I've learned over the years, I think what makes it so popular is that it was made not as a parody. It was made with intention to do the best they could with very limited resources, oh. a rented camera and bought 13 millimeter film. Right. I mean, it was shot on a Korean Vietnam war camera <laughs> that, that it wind up camera 32 seconds, maximum shot and silent. So it had to be dubbed mm. as well. Mm. You know, I mean, there were just so many things that, So the fans really love it because because so many people have a dream of of making a film or completing a project 
And this guy did it against all odds. Mm. He not only got his film made, but now it's still known as one of the top five worst movies ever made. And I've been interviewed by so many people, including Playboy magazine. (laughs) You should have seen the day I came home with that magazine when it came in the mail after I was interviewed. My 16 year old (laughs) came home from school and I held the magazine up. I go, guess what, honey? Your mom's in Playboy magazine this month. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to paint, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. I mean, like, I guess it's also, you know, is kind of inspiration for, for, yes, for people, for younger, you know, um, how you say, how you call them, directors? Yeah, filmmakers. Yeah, Yeah, filmmakers. filmmakers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an inspiration to just like, you know what, everything's possible. And uh, why not? Even with little, we can do something can create something and it doesn't matter yeah that's right do it do it because for the passion of it right i mean and and somebody just just today i responded to a post um because i wrote a book about it uh growing up with monos the hands of fate how i Mm. was the child star of the worst movie ever made and lived to tell the story (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and my book is uh it's four and a half stars on amazon hmm. so i say i wrote a really good book about a really bad movie but but um you know i've always said if you can't be the best make the most of being part of the worst the worst you know? yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly because at the end of the day it turned to be to be great for people you know and so yeah 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 amazing after 20 plus years i mean yeah 27 years from the time it was released before pretty much anybody but me cared about it yeah you know and after i got a copy of it and saw it uh i thought that was the end of it i mean when it came on tv i called the the network uh it was on comedy central i called and a guy answered the phone and i said you just showed a movie i've been looking for my whole life is there any way i can get a copy and this is back in the you know vhs days yes right right (laughs) and he asked the name of the film i told him and he said oh my god are you debbie which was my character's Mm. name i looked at the phone i was shocked I didn't know anybody but me cared about it. But he knew who it was. He said it was their favorite bad film in the HBO office. <laughs> Amazing. I got to see it. I got to watch it. I got to watch it. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you get YouTube. When when uh, I can send you some links. and uh, Please. Can, yeah. 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 Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And... Uh, Okay, going back a little bit to your passion. What is your passion right right now? Well, art, and this is also something that connects with with Manos in a way, is that uh, right now I'm working with uh, several people to build an artist co-op, to bring mm. in artist members, but it's more than that. The, the 
building we've been offered to use is huge. It used to be a department store back in <clears throat> 1913. It's mm. old, beautiful, beautiful building. And uh, this thing is just creating like magic. It's happening so fast. It's the timing is right, but it's been a lifelong dream to do things like this is to help um, bring culture, especially to underserved communities and to inspire people and to inspire children. Hmm. I've, um, I've written grants for art communities, art projects for my community. I live in a very tiny town in Western Oregon in the logging old town logging community it's a couple hundred you know it's a hundred something years old and um and there's only a thousand people here wow okay and so you know we have a lot of talent here but not a lot of opportunities okay so with artist co-op um we're gonna have like for instance we'll have art gallery for quality work We'll have um, a community art night where mm. once a month people can bring their own projects so we can just sit and hang out together and visit and work on our projects. People mm. can come in and, and just visit and watch for free. Um, we're going, we're writing grants to for the kids in these communities to be able to go to events you know like theater events or music events in the mm. larger nearby towns or maybe even all the way to portland oregon it's about 70 miles but it's we can do it right uh we're going to have oh we're going to have a night a film night for ind for local independent filmmakers so they can come and they can show their films and do question and answer we talked to the senior center and we asked the seniors if maybe they'd like to come and tell stories of their history and their lives. Uh, oh, another lady approached us. She wants to teach ballroom dancing and waltz. It's just, oh. it's like amazing. We can hardly keep up with it right now. So basically it's a safe place that you're holding for artists to just express their art, right? all the arts we're all even arts. even yoga you know we talked to a young woman who wants to teach yoga and then the next night i let i met a woman i was talking to and she says what about bringing puppies <laughs> bringing you know? what puppies puppies <laughs> like he fosters yes dogs and uh i've heard of yoga and goats and yoga and kittens so yeah how about that yoga and puppies and think about how many puppies we could find beautiful oh, yeah homes. definitely definitely it's let so me exciting. let me go back to the yoga and goats okay. this is new <laughs> this is new for me <laughs> puppies all right but, <laughs> but goats that's what I've never done okay. it. I've, I've heard of it, but just Google it. Look it up. Okay, okay, okay. Look it up. Like farms. I've seen like little farms, you know, they'll, <laughs> they'll have people sit with the goats and oh, do yoga. Okay. 
Oh, and, you okay. Know, goats, you know, they do some pretty good stretches. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they stretch. I don't know. Now yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I think yeah, I think I'm gonna look for it because it's uh yeah. After your movie, you're gonna look for the goat one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. So basically, I would say this is your mission or your passion. Yes, both. Yeah. Both. Okay. Okay. But why? How how did you come out with this? Why? What um, what's the reason? Because I've always well. As an artist or, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to this. If you're self-employed mm -hmm. and you're dependent on your own creativity and your own ideas yeah. and you're independent, which, you know, all the all the men throughout my life have put, boy, you sure are stubborn. Because <laughs> I know, I know, I just, I know what I want, you know, yes. in life. And I stay on that mission you know that path but um i think it comes from collaboration but i always say i play well with others nice. and i do so much better when i'm accountable to other people and i'm also very empathic and i want to save the world but i can't do that and i can't run around feeling tortured about it so i just have to do my part where I can. And another thing is a friend recently reminded me that of something I said years ago. She said, uh, I said, I've noticed that if I'm not having fun in life, I just don't show up for it. <laughs> Happens. <laughs> I mean, yes. it, it has I have to enjoy it and I don't mean I go through life happy I, I tend to be a darker you know I tend to maybe be a more of a fatalist you yes. know and maybe this is just my way of balancing things out but but if I can inspire somebody or get somebody thinking in a new direction that just that just fills my heart that makes me happy Right, right. And when you're happy, yeah, well, you know, others around you will be like affected by it. And yeah. and honestly, like you said, you know, creating this space um, is true that, you know, when you are self-employed and uh, you are an artist, sometimes it gets lonely. But mm -hmm. yeah. what what gets lonely is uh, it's not like that you are alone. It's just like your your dreams and aspirations. Uh, they get lonely you because you're afraid sometimes to share them. Sometimes you know you could be I wouldn't say ridicule, but you know not really taken. You know for um, you know uh, taken serious. Well, yeah, it's hard when, you know, you've got these ideas and then you come up against opposition. So right. you, you tend to hold some of your dreams to yourself because nobody can see inside your head and see all the aspects of it that you see. Plus, no two people have the same experiences in life. And, um, you know, as I get older... 
what I'm really learned is perspective is everything. Mm. You know, if you get stuck, if you can just step to one side, even a little bit, and see a little different perspective, it, it can just change mm. everything. Right. You know, in fact, my favorite, I love quotes. I it, In my art, I do little signs, little boards. And uh, my favorite one right now is shift happens. Shift happens. Oh, right, right. Instead of shit happens. Ah, shift. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I got it now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. See, there was right, a shift. Right. There was a shift. Yeah, a shift of energy and stuff. Yeah, amazing. Yes, I love it. And I could see that in your life, you kind of, um, you go with the flow. It looks like you you went with the flow all your life. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I've been ridiculed for that. Right, because that is, that's, is going against, really against everybody's, uh, what everybody's preaching, right? So, I mean... Nowadays is is uh, is kind of changing this uh, this idea, okay? But I'm sure, like years ago, when you were going with the flow, you know, <laughs> what you're not working hard, what you're not pushing hard, you what you're not. So, you know, tell me a little bit about you know your story with the flow, your life with the flow, because I'm I like this, I like these uh, flow yeah. things. Well, yeah, you know, like I said, sometimes you get ridiculed for that because, um, you know, people have said that I'm jumping around to different things. Mm. You know, I you can't see the rest of this room. This is my studio space. And I've got at least four projects going like <laughs> yes. right now. And, and I do sewing projects as well. So. It's just, I get on myself, you know, I'm like, are you crazy? I'll have a, a sewing project going on one side of the room and a painting project going over here. And I, are, are you crazy? I mean, you know, wet paint in, mm. in the realm of uh, fabric, especially when these are commissioned orders, you know, I can't, I can't be sending something out with a smear of paint. You know? <laughs> so I get ridiculed sometimes for that, but but every time I try to fight that, I end up uh, getting stressed out. Mm -hmm. I become anxious. I feel overwhelmed, and I find myself almost either incapable of movement or bouncing from one side of it, just not. You know, I'm I'm burning a lot of calories, but I'm not actually accomplishing anything. Right, right. And uh, I mean, so in July I turned sixty three years old, and I and and uh, over just over a year ago I had uh, out of just totally unexpected I had some grand mal seizures, and I wrecked my car. I destroyed my car, and I was hurt. And it's taken me a long time to heal, but in the long run, it's taught me so much. And just letting go of things and and 
letting myself follow my own path mm. has changed everything. I mean, I may not do things in a conventional way that other people, right. but, you know, the, the, as humans, we, we have these goals and we strive to do things in a particular way, but that doesn't work for everybody. And the way my studio is right now, I'm when I get off of this, I'm gonna finish this painting, and I might finish a second one. The things that have been sitting around for months, and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you know, in the last yes. week, I finished two paintings, and I sold both of them, mm. and I hope to sell this one today. I, you know, you get on a when you have the energy and things are falling into place, yeah, just go for it. And but what I have learned is when things aren't, and when my mind and body says I need to take a break, then I'm allowing myself. I'm learning to be kind to myself. Mm. And that's that's a game changer right there. That's big. And what? And what happened when you're kind with yourself? What, what is it that, like, in concrete, really happens? What do you mean? Like when you start to be kind with yourself. Oh. Yourself. So yeah. Yeah, really it's happens? well, it's it's that shift. It's that switch in perspective that mm. just because uh, society says you have do things in this way or you know we're programmed to move forward and then as I get older um you know I've been a self-employed artist and uh I've had some successful businesses and and then I've had some real dips and right now financially I'm in a a real low because I you know of the accident and then the the switch in careers, changing things, but I just have to look forward. I like, I have a warm place to sleep. I have right. food. I have, I have so many blessings and friends around me. I've been in hard times before. I, I got to remember that I've been in worse times than this and I came through it. So with this, plan and this path and the people I have working with me the it's a culmination of everything in my life over the years and and I know this is going to be very successful and I know I'm going to be just fine so yeah being kind allowing myself to just let things flow let things fall into place you can't you can't force them to happen when the timing is no, you're right there and things right. don't always turn out the way you want you know uh, there's a lot of other things i i would like to have in life but you know that's good because then i got something to work for right 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 beautiful um what is the most beautiful part about you Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's a hard one for me, but uh, I think my empathy and compassion. Mm. It's hard on me, but you know, on I others. see the value of 
it in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Beautiful. So let's say, let's just feel here, okay? Who would you be? Who are you? Let's say I take everything away. I take your skills away, your experience away, your name away, your Ooh. past away, even your dreams away, your your future away, everything. Now, right now, just present, just you. Who are you? Mm. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to know that until I leave this earth. I don't I Have you, I don't know. Really. Any any idea? Well, just spirit, just energy. But I think it's um you know, it's a positive energy. I want I I'd like to think that I am even with all those without all those things, I, I would like to think I'm inspiration just in the encouragement that I would give others. Right. Right. Maybe you are light. You are the yeah. light. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, let's say there was a next life. Who or what would you like to be? Just play around. Who or what would you like to be in the next life? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'd still want to be an artist. Yeah. I, I'd want to travel more. I'd want to have, you know, I, I yeah, I want, I'd like to travel. I'd like to physically go to other places. And I'm comfortable where I am now in life mm -hmm. um you know i i think about going places and but the truth is you know the travel in itself is stressful so i'm happier in this life dreaming about it than actually doing most <laughs> of it <laughs> let's leave it for next life <laughs> yeah i think so because i see people on these adventures and i'm like that would be cool you know <laughs> just to like walk down the street of an ancient place like yes. you know the country you live it's like that would be something i i think in this life i i pick up some of those energies and that's what i love about my art my yeah. art is, um, I find, well, it started, I didn't want to be a hoarder. I would find these old doors and windows, window frames, and, mm -hmm. and I would collect them. I would save them. They're like over 100 years old, and I see yeah. them outside getting weathered against a garage or ready to be burned on a pile, and I would say, can I have that? And so I... So then I took my skill saw and I started cutting them, you know, the, well, like, like right. this door, you know, right. I would cut it. And this part begins my art. In fact, I, I'm just finishing this piece. I'm almost done with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. This is just a piece from an old 1930s radio cabinet. 
Okay. you know so I mean, everything i have has character and age Wow. and That's and interesting. i had one one door of, i still have one of the pieces from it and a couple pieces i haven't finished but but i was doing an art show and i had three pieces of art in this show that all had women on them and all of my work is symbolic it has some you know deeper meanings to Meaning. it like you know if you look up octopus there's a lot of uh, spiritual symbolism and such Right. um so these women in different uh positions of um kind of coming through something or you know coming into their own selves and life but i i looked and i saw these three pieces of art within this show that i hung like maybe 10 pieces and it hit me that they were all from the same door and they were all women and it's not like you know i mean i do crows and trees and octopus i do all different things but and then it and then it what made me wonder where did this door come from and it came to me so strongly that I bet a woman owned this door. I bet a woman owned the house this door came from. And I, it felt very strongly, and it still does. That somehow I was channeling something Yes. from that. And from, since that realization, I, I have a lot of pieces <clears throat> in different phases of being ready to be painted on. And I just hang them and I look at them and, and they tell me what is going to go on them. They let me know. Wow. Okay. So Wow. I'm just trying to listen, you know, I, I just want to be the, the vehicle. Oh, here's another piece I just finished Chandler. also from that Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, wow. radio cabinet door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing, So like yeah. I put a Venetian plaster on here and then I All painted right. on that. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. you can see the back Yes. is... Yes, amazing. Great. Amazing. I love it. I love it because you, you really go with the flow. You really kind of go into that zone where, you know, they, they say when you are in that zone, you channel something, you channel some, some, some whatever it is. So, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. That's Mm -hmm. nice Yeah. that you actually And do you, that. you know, you talked about another Natural. life, you know, I believe that, you know, when we're gone, we're not just hanging around, you know, we have, but, Right. but at times we can connect, we can somehow get through that veil, even for a moment, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, the more I'm able to just get into that zone, the more that I feel those connections Mm. to people that have passed on, you Right, know, right. I can have a moment with them, which, you know, helps with the loss too. Right, right. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing this. And Well, you have some great things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering now, um if there was something that you could change in the world, what would that be and how? I would, uh, I don't know how, 
but I would change that whole system of uh, political leadership. Okay. You know, I would just, I would change the entire system of how, you know, I love the idea of people trading, bartering, working together, community. I just right. imagine how far we could come as as a society and how much healing could happen if we just stopped finding things to argue about and disagree about. I mean, why does some one person have to be right? True. You know, we all have different perspectives and I'm just pretty sick to death of people this, I don't know, all the trauma that has to happen over generations for people to willingly go out and hurt other people. You know, right. I just, I can't, I don't understand it. And it hurts to think about it. I just would change that. <laughs> but I don't know how. I, it, I don't know how. I mean, we're on the way to wiping ourselves and most of this planet out. And and I've, I, ha I accept that that's happened a number of times on this planet. It didn't destroy the planet. It these things had to happen in order for change to happen, you know, mm. with microbes and dinosaurs and, right. you know, on and on. So, um, I, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna end this phase sooner than I would hope. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be born right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sad for my grandchildren. I have four grandchildren. I don't know what world. I think, you know, I believe is, I believe it's getting better. I believe there is so much, you see, there is so much, uh, I don't know, uh, division right now that yeah. can, can only get better. I mean, is yeah. we are going to right to totally the, the end of one spectrum. To actually jump, because you know, life always get back to balance. I think I, I believe, and uh, these times I feel that people are are different. They kind of feels like they're awakening. Feels like they want the same thing that you want, that I want, and and I think what you're doing with the, this artist co-op is exactly what's you know, it's like in a is micro what mm -hmm. you would like to see on the yeah in the world so is yeah I, yeah you know um a, a good friend of mine and i haven't looked this up but but i intend to she said that she was um i don't know she she listens to a lot of podcasts she listens to different um ideas about society and she said that there's been some study says that only going to take 18% of people to become awakened, to become enlightened for things to change. Right. And right. Um, that doesn't seem like a whole lot. I mean, she said right now they're estimates about like nine or 10%. So 
we can get there. We get you there. know, and uh, and we just uh, like you said, you know, one at a time. We just got to put it out there. You know, John Lennon said it said it really good with imagine. <laughs> yes, exactly. One at a time. We just have to imagine it. We just have to believe it could exist. And, that's right. And that's it. Once we start to believe that, then we start to to mold ourselves into this kind of reality. Uh, you know, more and more and more people will uh, we kind of get affected by this energy. Um, and I, I think, yes, maybe we'll take few more years yes but that's okay <laughs> it takes oh, yeah. it, it will takes whatever it will take and, and you know what i believe i think we should have more babies because we have to <laughs> recycle recycle <laughs> <laughs> well i tell you i've got four grandchildren and the, <laughs> that youngest one when he's he'll be two years old on december 31st and and that's just the cutest age. It's just, yes. you know, where he can't talk yet, but he's having whole conversations at baby bath. You know? Yes, it is. It <laughs> he's, is. Telling you, he's telling you all these things, you know, maybe from his past life, but you can't understand the words, <laughs> yes. you know. And by the time he can really speak the language, then he, he'll have uh, forgotten those things because he right. needs to put in this life so. right. <laughs> so i'm trying to get they're wiser <laughs> they're wiser they're definitely wiser right now uh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah and okay so um one last questions what are the five things you are grateful for in your life oh my health my family my friends uh, the beautiful place that I live and uh, my skills. Mm. Beautiful. Nice. Well, Jakey, has been like an amazing conversation. I love your energy. I love your, you know, your goal, your mission. Um, <clears throat> so... Thank you so much for sharing this. Thank you so much, so much for sharing your life, your arts, your skills, your movie <laughs> that they will watch for sure. <laughs> and uh, where people can find you. Yeah, well, I'm on Facebook. I have a fan page, Jackie Naaman Jones fan page. And um, that's really growing. And uh, so I'm putting my art there and all the projects and uh, lots of people are sharing the things that they're doing that relate. And so it's, it's become a real fun place to hang out. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> Love it. And then uh, my online classes are online through DUMB, D-U-M-B dash industries.com and you'll find um yeah you'll find some of my painting classes beautiful we're gonna put all this link down below okay so then people can find you easily and once again thank you so much for coming in well thank you i this was really fun it was very different than usual i enjoy it very much grazie <laughs>
Okay. Ciao. Thank you. <laughs>